Welcome back. Bingo. We're back. Welcome back to Wild Conjecture. Wild Part Conjecture two. episode two. Yep. That's right. It's the second of two one that we've had. It's a zero, well, zero, two. It's the second zero, of zero, two. five of this mini It might not be two if it just doesn't make it out into the world, but... Right. But it's if it does, it's two, and it's in your ears right now. If you listen you to folks. the last pod, we love you. So if you're listening much. to this one, we love you even more, probably. <laughs> if you didn't listen people. to the last pod, we still probably love you. Yeah, there's a lot of love to go around. Yeah, we just love everyone. Yeah, we're pretty loving guys. Yeah. Um, but we're we're here we're here back today to talk about jobs. Yeah. Jobs. Jobs. Yo, jobs. 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 As they're also Steve known jobs. to some folk. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve jobs, jobs, comma Steve. Should we? Uh, I I have a couple questions prepared pre- prepared for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prepare them up baby let's hear it <laughs> send them on uh do you guys have in. a fave job that you like ooh. like theoretical or, or we've had in the or past? also we could go i thought it might be fun to kind of go into i did a little, just you know a, a skimming of this but like the history of jobs oh wow do, that do sounds you got, like a bit guys, of wild preparation well <laughs> just kidding do you let's know let's do let's let's i did yeah some, okay yeah go ahead i would say my favorite job like that I've had was working at a ice cream shop for a week. One week. <laughs> I only worked there for a week. He loved it. He loved it so much. He I couldn't go it. back after a week. Well, they, well, they didn't pay well. And he thought he was, was just being paid as an ice cream eater. I did eat some ice cream. Like they had these like tiny little spoons to like give to people to sample. And I, you know, to make sure that I knew each flavor, I made sure to sample the flavor. They're like, oh, that's for them to sample? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like a really relaxed, it was a really relaxed, it was Graders in Cincinnati, Ohio. Shout out. Um, Shout out. Out us, Graders. Um, Since he gets a lot of love on this podcast. Well, it's a lovely Well, deservedly, deservedly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I worked there for a week. It was... I was always stressed when people asked me to make like the cream soda things, but because I had no idea what the hell was going on with that. <laughs> like, if you wanted an ice you just cream, w- you winged it every time. I just, was oh like, yeah, cream I just soda. Looked- sure. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of soda, a little bit of like, cream. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> there you and, go, folks. And then don't I don't worry, I sampled <laughs> it for you. <laughs> Sample it right out of the cup. Mm, there you go. Ooh, I mean, yeah, that's good. Sugar. That's You're good. fine. Get out of here. Okay. Quality control. And <laughs> I worked there for a week, and then I like decided to get a different job that was not as fun at Macy's Housewares. Wow. <laughs> Although I do. Tell us, uh, one of my fun jobs that I'd like to hear about from you, Tom, is when you were like a stocking person at that store downtown Chicago. Weren't you oh in a retail setting? God, oh, my God. Didn't you work that. at Eddie Bauer? I worked oh with yeah, Eddie Bauer. Bauer. yeah, with uh, yeah. with Billy. He was yeah. trying to get me to work there too. He's like, "Man, you make good commission, dude. You got to get in." On I remember that. him I like, like telling uh, us the 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 protocol for like but... shoplifters or something was like, if you saw someone shoplifting, you had to go over and like suggest an item that would go well with the thing they were stealing or something. Was that <laughs> that always stuck with me? I don't know hey, if that's that T-shirt true, in that your backpack would go really yeah. well with these Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. You know, that no. stolen pair of pants might go well with this stolen shirt. Go ahead. Do yeah. it. Yeah, I hated that job. That was awful. How long were you there? I always there? thought it was funny, too, that, 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 that like, Billy was in the front and you were in the yeah, back. Was, like, 
No, I was not in the back. They had me in the front too. Oh, oh. Unfortunately, they wouldn't even I don't let think you there was a... walk around up front. I, well, they, you had they're like the the managers would try to encourage you. Like, have you you know you'd be in a section right, and you'd have to like talk to people and like say like, oh, are you finding everything all right? And as a shopper, I hate that. I'm like, look, yeah. I know how to fucking look for clothes. Get away. And mm. yeah, I just I just felt very. It wasn't the right fit for me because i'm very much you know i'm an introvert i've said it in the last pod and i so talking to people that i don't know and trying and acting like positive uh-uh yeah no way. so you were like retail that's the job for me no yeah right <laughs> well this was eddie bowers after uh macy's housewares housewares was a little bit better than clothes because i kind of like gadgets and so there was a lot of mm. i would actually try to hide from the customers like in the corner of the section, just like fiddling with the different like products that OXO makes. They make some really cool like like kitchen. Is that products how you say that? That's how I say it. OXO. Well, you worked O-X-O. at Macy's, so I hope you know. Well, I guess I sort of. You're an expert. <laughs> yeah, I established how it was said, and I would say it to people, and they would. Hi, ma'am. Yeah, did you want to sample say. some OXO? <laughs> I just sampled it myself. I have these little spoons that I took from a Graders in Cincy, and I've been carrying them around for years in my pocket. <laughs> They're cool little spoons. Well, as cool as little spoons can be, I guess. But that'd be great. Um, we might we might get there one day. Where like, when you're handed your first sample spoon, that's your sample spoon for life. Ooh, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, hmm. we're gonna. What do you mean we're gonna? That's like the future. That's what the future. Well, is. you know, you can't use straws anymore. Oh, right, right, right. Or at least use the paper ones so i did you ever sample spoons are probably just terrible i mean the sample spoon is i would imagine highly wasteful oh big time i mean at least for a straw you're like drinking a drinking your drink out of it but that sample spoon is just you're you're drinking the small or you're eating the smallest amount of ice cream and then it's trashed and then it's trashed. well let me ask you this because you don't want to mix this do you do you find them to be useful like when you sample ice cream, does it change your opinion a lot? Or do you kind of already know you want it, you try it, and then it confirms your well, suspicion? Well, Graders had like a lot I of... I always feel you know, guilty. You, using the sample spoon? Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm sorry, just just one more. Can I, can I try the mint chip? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, definitely. And they're always like, so like positive, like, oh, for sure, no, try as many as you want. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I will, so... And then the <laughs> so what does that chocolate, chocolate taste like? Chocolate? Let me try that one. Yeah. <laughs> does that taste like chocolate? I better try just to be. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make me a cream soda? And I just want to sample it. though. <laughs> you could toss I don't the like rest cream of it. Soda. <laughs> yeah. I forget how that chocolate one tastes again. Can I get another sample of that? <laughs> Obviously, oh, everyone like sounds chocolate. like that. <laughs> that's that's how when they talk to you from over the counter. That's right. No, but like, really, I'm just saying if the if you get rid of the sample spoon, are we making people worse off? Because are you ending up with ice cream that you didn't like? I think we should you, start giving them just, straws. So you reach <laughs> over the counter and you... Yeah, yeah. Do that? Yeah, it's like okay. a giant That's straw that is a shared thing. Yeah. What if One. they scoop and then they just flick it to you? <laughs> like, yeah. They could like make it a novelty of the place. Like the food like fight in it. Hook? In the movie Hook? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Bangarang, baby. <laughs> How do you like that chocolate is, chunk? <laughs> the thing is, if if 
if you actually had to have it flicked into your mouth, you'd be really careful about how many you tried. You'd be like, I, I got a movie to I catch really, later. I really wanna... need to try that one. Also, like everyone's hand eye would be a lot, like a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Oh Listen, Billy, you only get wow. one shot at this. If you don't catch it, it lands on the floor, and you don't get another sample. Honestly, if that, mom, I'm were, scared. Were... <laughs> you should be. This is the world. This is the year 2030. If that's the future, <laughs> if that's what ice cream shops are like, I'm going to ice cream shops a lot. But see now, that is that's a job of the future. A job of the future is a really accurate ice cream flicker. spoon flicker person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> well, because I imagine the problem is going to be the ice cream is not going to want to leave the spoon. So maybe do you think? Well, here's the thing. Cold Stone like already a, has all the all the accoutrement to be pounding it up. Why don't right. they just flick it? Yeah, once yeah, it, yeah. you know, chip off a little like, piece, like hibachi. Like they're gonna be whipping it yeah. up. <laughs> ice cream hibachi. And you won't even know when your sample's coming. They'll just be like, hey, oh, up, yeah. up, 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 up. <laughs> all of a sudden, a, a piping like, hot piece like of onion comes flying the, out like, of your face. <laughs> <laughs> they're slamming the ice cream like choppers like on the thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Squirting sake in your mouth. God, I hope that's the future. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of. If this is the future, I I will. I accept this future. If that's one aspect of the future, that's that's (laughs) the things are looking bright. Mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. but it can't be plastic spoons. It'll be like metal spoons. Sure, metal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking. Do you think you flick it with the wrist, or is it like kind of a pullback, like a pullback? Catapult. Oh, the pullback! Yeah, oh. the pullback for sure. Actually, then, design, if you I was, do, you I was might get carpal tunnel. Just a little subtle. Yeah, yeah, I was envisioning that though. Well, it's not gonna. It's gonna stick to the spoon, so you do need to have that kind of sharp flick. That, and I think we could. No, do, see what you do is you design see, spoons. There's an for opportunity. The we invent a, a almost a non-stick spoon <laughs> that's designed. Oh, uh, nobody wants <laughs> just that. for that's, this purpose. The non-stick will cause ice cream cancer. Do you think we give people like little cones that they put in their mouth to? more give them oh, a better sh- funnel a funnel, funnel it in. yeah you yeah. gotta funnel it yep it catch yeah. if it hits can, the edge it kind of slides right. down into the funnel they, yeah so if you want multiple that. samples you just tick your head back and they flip them all in there and then they <laughs> one at a time i feel like the, the cone would be like the equivalent of like a bib and not many people not there's some people that are like all for it and some people that are like no nah, i don't need a cone you yeah kidding me? but then you risk like just doing like a nothing but net and they're like choking on ice cream then just oh, like, wow. Especially if it's like a nut infused one, like yeah, an almond it's something, almond. and all of a sudden, ha! Ha! All right, well, you like in the, the back. I feel like the cone I got some moose tracks like for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the cone's going to make that situation much worse, though. Oh, actually. you think so? <laughs> yeah. Well, this reminds me of like thinking of dangerous eating. Remember when puffer fish was a big thing? When it was like everyone was eating this poisonous fish to like Russian roulette style puffer fish? dining. Yeah. I think people still eat it, but yeah. No way. Isn't this the natural extension of that? After you've eaten your poisonous fish, we come out and we fling chocolate <laughs> yeah. almond ice cream into your throat directly. Which is yeah. like coated with some like liquor or something. So and then it, light it on fire so it's yeah. flaming. <laughs> yeah. So if you've survived dinner. You, Will you make it through dessert? Right. Fl- flaming ice cream in the air. I love it what? because, you know, yeah. and this kind of goes back to the history of jobs. I'm just going to swing it back. Whoa. Um, 
So, like, we don't have any, uh, you know, we're already the highest on the food chain. So, you know, we got to add an element of danger into our future lives and yeah. current lives. But Jobs actually started off, I looked this one up, uh, to serve the needs of um, shelter, food, and child rearing. So if you were really good at hunting, you that was your job. And, you know, women are caring for the children. Elderly are doing more sed sedentary jobs in, in the mm -hmm. tribe. Um, and then if you developed like a, a particular sorting skill. Sorting beans and stuff. Yeah. Did you say sorting beans? That's probably what the, the older <laughs> folk do, maybe. I don't know. That's 89% of what they were doing was beans. I collected sorting. like. 20 different beans out in the field. So well, and you're also really good at sorting. Sure no, so you take that. Making sure there's no rocks as well. <laughs> there's probably like 20 rocks risk. in there as was well. Like, that was probably so many people job. were eating rocks back in the day. They were just... Trial <laughs> <laughs> and error, man. They thought they it was probably like almond ice cream. But each it other. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought it was oh, almond God. ice cream. Big time. Anyway, that was probably Big the first time. time. And, uh, you know, it's just funny like to think that as we've, you know, and then the agricultural revolution, start farming. I mean, we're I'm blowing through a lot, but mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> like just just the need. This is the Reader's the, Digest there's version no of need, Jobs history. There's no real need, um, like for for, for for most of the jobs that. So a lot of the jobs that are like highly sought well, after and and yeah. pay really well are in like the medical field. Is this still an agriculture and, and cave, caveman time? No, I'm saying now. Present. Oh, okay. Like now, like 2019. Uh, See, we, the history was pretty quick there. Yeah, I'm, my head, my neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we jumped from everyone was sorting beans to, well, you know, doctors are important and stuff. They've been paid a lot. The, this is just the... The little bit that I have to offer to the squad here. But I, okay, I think what you're getting at is that jobs used to be strictly necessity based. Yes. Thank and you. now there are lots of jobs which do not satisfy a necessity and yet are still something you can make money doing. They, I feel like they mostly satisfy consumer consumerism. You think most well, like, jobs are not. I would, say, I would say either consumerism or some level of. Comfort above and beyond necessity. There we go. Mm. There it is. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, well, that's like that's a hot take. I like that take. You and I don't have jobs that satisfy a necessity. Definitely not. Tom might have a job. Uh, yeah, that's a stretch. I uh, know. I so I, so I, then the three of us don't. Well, I think you know. I mean, I think well, shoot. science is a necessity. I don't know. No, I think so. If we want, you got, we got to get off this rock. So we need science. Yeah. So Tom's a scientist. I'm. Necess I'm a composer and sound designer. Eddie. Nece oh. I'm a marketer. Yeah. Mm. So there you go, folks. Now I you know our jobs. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyway. What are you gonna do with that? What do you do with that knowledge? <sighs> you want the last four of my it. social? Can't have it. <laughs> 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 Although I give it to a lot of people on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, you could probably a find a lot about me, unfortunately, but mm. that's just yeah. 2019. Well, your face is now on our what's it or our uh, it, Twitter, or whatever it's true, called. True, but we got to change it after this. All right, app. so that's true. Moving, moving forward, 
Tom's favorite job was one he managed to hold down for seven days. <laughs> it was great. And great he's been graders. dreaming about it ever since. Yep. That's a fun job. Uh, Matt, what was your favorite job? Uh, favorite job? Probably, probably the job I have now, but I think also delivering sandwiches for Uncle Sammy's was pretty fun. Oh yeah, that job was probably my favorite. That was really fun because it was like low level responsibility. It wasn't like a nine to five. I was in college, um, so it was like just like I had no real concept of like quote unquote real world, um, and you know, riding your bike around Chicago. I I learned a a lot about Chicago doing that job. You know, Mm -hmm. met Eddie at that job. Met a lot of cool people. Um, learned, learned about baking bread, I guess, and sure. c- certain elements about making food that I definitely didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that was where I learned how to work a register. Um, and like, also you just like dealing with people on the reg, just like this flow of mm-hmm. people, especially working a college job. They're all like basically going to be around your age anyway. So it's a little more fun. That's just like. Yeah, it was a fun. Crew it was a sure. fun crew. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Actually, I, I also worked at Uncle Sammy's too, and it, I mean, greatest was fun because it was also kind of chill and like the people that came in, you know, they were they're coming because they wanted ice cream, and it's something that I can get behind. Whereas like clothes, I'm like, okay, that's that's not as important. I think the same kind of holds for like Uncle Sammy's, where it's, you know, people coming in, they they don't they're not really like you know, debating whether or not to wear the, to get this Chino or this vest or something that just doesn't really matter. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I mean, when, any, when anytime people are like hungry and you're giving them food, it's kind of, you. yeah, it's, it's, it's a great situation. To and be you're in. giving it to them super fast. Yeah. Yeah. There's always some brownies were so good. Oh yeah. The brownies were good. Oh my God. No, I thought it was great. I, you know, what would you say? Eddie favorite it was, job. It was you know, many ways, my favorite job was was like teaching in China for sure. I loved that. That's cool. I also say one of my other really favorite jobs actually was being a TA at the U University <laughs> of Redacted. U dot University. Yeah. Um, no, like teaching, doing like a econ one hundred one thing. I guess teaching related things have been very enjoyable oh, to me, but te- I did love, sweet. I love teaching and I, but I did love working at uncle Sammy's. Like you said, it was like 45 people, all of them from DePaul. Yeah. And you had weird hours, but I also love being on my bike. Like you said, at that yeah. time, I love like, you know, it was like a six hour shift and you were riding your bike for like four, you know, or something like that, you know what right. I mean? Or three, whatever. Right. And, uh, yeah, so that was awesome. That was a fun. I think if if teachers were sure. not well paid, I was gonna though. say if teachers were paid more oh, and God, and like given more, more, um, uh, just worth in American society? society. Um, amen, brother. Yeah, that's a huge deal for me. Um, huge. Then then you'd have more people, kind of more inspired to be teachers and motivated to be good teachers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would have better educated kids out there. Yeah. 
Because yeah, I would, my, I think like an ideal situation for me is I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm living my life, pursuing my, my passions. And then I get to a point where I'm well-respected enough that I'm giving, I'm, I'm asked to teach what I've learned on the, like a college level. And I, I can, I, you know, teach as an adjunct professor. Although a friend of mine just told me it's not a, as great of a gig as you might think, which circles back to, they should Pay teachers pay more. Pay teachers more. Yep. Yeah. No, I've heard horrible things about adjuncting for sure. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that's a that's a that's it a bad. It sounded deal. way you better. Paid, like in my really mind, badly. Yeah, you get like you get shoveled with a lot of responsibility, and and you don't get paid well. Yeah. Tom, did you ever consider academia as a track? From briefly, your... I briefly okay. Uh, considered it i'm curious what what you if you uh, will disclose uh, uh, what were the pros cons yeah i was actually i had i've actually been a ta myself and mm. i disliked yeah, it sure. disliked um, it See. disliked it yeah. yeah i but that's and i would say a lot of people it, but i would say it, having benix through the academic oriented master's program i would say most people are that way they don't want to do that part of it yeah, they just want to do the I think research. I was an aberration because I enjoyed that nice piece word. of it. Whereas most people that are drawn to those types of higher degrees in it, MS or a PhD level thing, are strictly, that's like a burden that they have to do to, you know, support the other pursuits that they're interested in. Yeah, I think I've mm. seen evidence of, of that. That's a generalization for sure, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I definitely see I evidence it of it. True. I think at some level you have to, if you go into academia... You got. I mean, you got to have some level of desire to teach, and I. There are some moments like when I do individual tutoring, I enjoy it a little bit more, like one on one. But like teaching a whole class is a little stressful. Uh, you got to be kind of like a performer. Yeah. Uh, and also with within my field uh, in in mechanical engineering, uh, like as a professor, I just see my professor kind of writing grants all day and you're, you're basically taken out of the lab and that's what I enjoy. I enjoy tinkering, scooping ice cream and being in the lab. Nice. So I s- suggesting which chinos might go well with the jacket you've just stolen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also looked up a lot of like, you know, like best jobs, worst jobs, weirdest jobs. Um, and there's some interesting stuff out there. What would what would be the job like if you if there were no limits? What would be your ideal job? No limits. So I would definitely be an economics professor at a liberal arts college. <laughs> Boom, for sure. I'm oh serious. really? I'm dead serious. Oh yeah, yeah. way to laugh at his dream there. I'm Matt. sorry, man. No, I thought I thought we were going like we're. Uh, like, oh yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, like reach for the stars. Are you saying like are you? Oh, reach for the stars. Then I would be that. I would be that guy who's. Did the fire festival? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? Did you watch that doc? Or I there's guess like there's two. There's <laughs> two documents. Yeah, yeah. Or there's do- document. That whatever they're called. Was bonkers. It was really bonkers. Did you watch I the Netflix one, Eddie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. I don't have that Hula money, <laughs> but I did watch that. I did watch that. And I was. <laughs> I got my job. Flabbergasted. The current. I was flabbergasted by that whole thing, dude. I kind of wish. I had more footage of the festival itself, like just the chaos of it. That's what I was really hoping for out of that doc. Like once it got like down to it, 
I wanted yeah. more pandemonium. They, they def- like when the chaos actually started, they definitely didn't have. That's where they they lacked because they had so much, almost inexplicable inexplicable amounts of footage of like hyper clear footage of Ja Rule and these people like talking and all. This, yeah. like you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they like, get to the action point yeah. and it's like you got one dude's <laughs> cell phone camera footage. <laughs> the, it's like, what? The, the cheese sandwich or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it is crazy. I will say, when I saw those people getting off that bus, I was like, that's Matt. Matt would definitely what? be here if he could. <laughs> I guess. Because that seems like something you would totally do. Like, not a lot of details available. <laughs> could be dangerous. <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> I'm. I actually. I don't know. That one didn't really. It wasn't really on my rate. I think I saw probably the promo video. I'm assuming we all probably saw it, right? Um, I saw it. I did no, not. I, did I didn't not. even know what it was. I saw it when it was blowing up. That's when I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I think maybe I did too. But I think I saw the promo and was just like, "Oh, that's way out of my league." There's no way I can. It just sounds. That cr- or, it sounds crazy expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I guess not the expensive side of it. The the, the reality side yeah. of it seemed like something you would be at. <laughs> <laughs> I like mean, if that, I knew, like you're adventurous. If, I don't mean in a bad if way. If I knew it was I just, just going like, to be a shit show, if someone show, was like, let's throw go to me this island there. and there's going to be a show and it's going to be crazy and like you'll get to meet all these people and blah, blah, blah. I was like, that would be something. I'm down do. for a little mysteriousness and a little unknowns and mm. some adventure. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. It is. And But now, but now that you're, you know know the the price and all that obviously i'm not saying you're gonna buy a fifty thousand dollar cabana <laughs> i will buy <laughs> one of those, those, those uh hurricane katrina tents though it was like was the fifty thousand like the yeah. cheapest you could get no that was like the premium remember like when the money was really tight they decided like let's throw some other shit out there that we don't actually right. have and they were like selling cabanas for fifty thousand dollars i just can't believe that guy just in. he just kept rolling with it like and going and go like going deeper and deeper with the lies and like how many people that can I just keep lying comprehend. to and could not comprehend. Yeah, just oh, yeah, what a psychopath. And like on, on one level you could say, okay, maybe in some weird way, like the guy who's talked about it is like being like Woodstock, like maybe in some weird way in the back of his mind, he thought it's going to turn like, right. We're in the middle of this shit right now, <laughs> but maybe somehow it'll turn. But what really is inexplicable is after he's back in New York, he's, gone to jail he's out on bail on probation he starts another scheme yeah. with yeah. that other guy that's where it's that was like, crazy whoa yeah he's clearly is, like this is like really addicted to it or like doesn't know anything else so he just like has to keep scamming and like conning people and one of the most like incomprehensible parts of this is why did he invite the people to film him doing that illegal activity at his penthouse in new york yeah he, i think he had some other and just he thought like he was above going to jail. He's like, "Oh, I'm not going to jail. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I partied on a boat with a bunch of models. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to jail." And like, yeah. now he's in jail. And like, yeah. it just, it's just, <laughs> it's miscalculation, right? Right. Well, I missed that one, but when I get out of jail, <laughs> six so I years came from up now, twenty-five million dollars short on that oh one. My God. But ah, just, just there, just there, almost yeah. got it. I just love. I also love how that one guy w- who was talking about it being Woodstock, he also was like, "Well, you know, I- I'll share this little inside story with you because, because like this <laughs> yeah. is a- this clearly isn't going anywhere." But I was going to suck that man's dick to save the <laughs> festival. 
And now this guy is like, he is a meme. He is all over like Uh, Instagram. People are saying like, I don't know the, 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 uh, the memes out there with that guy's face on it are just really good already. Well, I've I've missed a lot because I did not see the the uh, documentary or the meme. You got to see it. That was one of the weirdest scenes in the whole thing. Super weird. God. Basically, the long and short of it is their water was trapped at customs and they needed like 140 grand cash to get it released. And they didn't have any money, as we as we know. And so that guy, Billy, was like told Woodstock, dude, <laughs> this is how you're going to get that water released. He's like, you got to go like, to customs that, and you got to ask this he guy's goes, that, D he's like, and get the water yeah. released. And he was like, and then I the went guy's home, like, okay. I and he's like, went home wash. and he showered and like got ready. <laughs> Like, oh my god like, i mean if you're expecting put like, on his if you're thinking you're Eddie saving Bauer and he went down there that sounds like a bad job to me yeah speaking of jobs right gotta be one of the worst oh, again jobs. anybody on that like, team worst job this? ever what yeah, yeah i had yeah, an internship i had an internship in college where i i was i was this intern for this <laughs> uh um music company that was you know, Spotify wasn't around yet. Um, n- nothing, not nothing was really established on the internet. Like I think Pitchfork was just pretty much established, and I just the work was so it was so unorganized. He's like, yeah, I just want you to you know organize a website and do some research on music. And it was this guy who was just like this. He had a lot of money to just kind of start his own company and didn't really know much about what he was getting into. And it was, I was like, this sucks. I'm not, this guy has no idea what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. The other person who I'm supposed to be emailing back and forth has no, there are like three people involved and I'm one of them. And it was just so bad. It, and that's what, that's what I feel like being on that team would have been like just ca- chaos. chaos. No one yeah. knows what they're doing. No one knows how to run a music festival the, we've got, you know, hurricane Katrina tents all over the place. Well, and it's, and it's not like they bit off like a small, like piece. Like we don't know how to do a festival. Let's try to do something like upstate at a, like a campground you can drive to. Right. It's like, no, let's do it on an island yeah. and let's invite thousands of people and we'll just, we'll figure it out. We have two weeks. We'll yeah, exactly. That <laughs> was let's the mentality. Charge them, and let's charge them like. It's so crazy. You know, astronomical money. Sounds like it's all bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Thumbs Big down. There. Oh, the taxi yeah. driver was also, Definitely that was one. number one on the list of worst jobs, unfortunately. Taxi As, driver? Yeah. Oh, wow. What, what else is on there? Um, retail customer service. You could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> probably sucks. Yeah, I can, I can vouch for that. Um, soon as vo- soon as food's involved, I enjoy it, though. Right. It's weird. Yeah, I also loved being a server. That was, that was one of my favorite oh. jobs, too. I mean... When were you a server? I served at a sushi restaurant in Chicago, Coast Sushi. Oh. Shout out. Oh, shout out. Um, I... Chicago's getting the shout-outs now. What? I said we've shifted from the Cincy shout-outs to the Chicago Yeah, we got it. Shout-out Uncle Sam. we got to give him a cut. Fullerton. Yeah, spread it out. Yeah, no, I agree. Siberia right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's cold. Oh, yeah. We have the polar vortex coming yeah, through Yeah, ripped through 
I woke up tw- negative 20, 23 degrees. Had to walk to work. Oh, you did? You didn't get That's canceled? That's insane. Damn. Yeah, my I got canceled. No. Today or yesterday? Both. Wow. And yet you were still late to the pod. <laughs> Come on. Riddle me that one. <laughs> That's that's how you got to set it up. You got to get everybody on board and then you show up last minute. Because yeah. you personally don't want to wait. So you make sure everyone's there and then. I feel bad. I feel bad about being late to the pod. No, no, no. Good no. You're job. the spiritual leader of the pod. So it's okay. <laughs> um, also, some some I looked up dream jobs and there were some yeah, weird ones. Back. What's that? I was going to say that goes back to like. With the unanswered question of your, yeah, uh, what's your, dream job? your dream job. Yeah. With no limits. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hardly at mine. Um, uh, Secret agent. Definitely. Hands down. For real? Oh, yeah. Whoa. That yeah, that would cool. be so fun. You like you have this secret that only you and your organization pretty much know about. And you probably have a lot of other secrets that because you're a secret agent. Uh, that, right. You know, and you you're this you affect so many so much of the world. You know, you have these like extremely high profile cases you have to probably kill somebody you gotta jump on a train and fight somebody on the train and then you know you have to seduce some you want to be what yeah essentially you want to be jason yeah that would be in a in a perfect world i would be a secret agent um yeah yeah what about you tom i would want to be an astronaut 100 yeah Yeah, that's a real uh, that would probably be number two yeah a hundred percent an astronaut. Yeah, Although an astronaut so might be. We, I, yeah. We should have a poll. We should have a poll. On yeah. The what Twitter. do the folks think? We have three dream jobs. Astronaut. Adjunct professor. <laughs> secret agent. <laughs> no. Secret agent. Founder of the fire founder. festival. Which. What. What is your dream of these three? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll I feel like we'll there's a twist up. at the end of the fire festival guy. Like there's still more coming. I bet he's like oh, in jail. He's going to come blazing out of there with so many ideas and scam so yeah. many think about it you're just giving him power to juice juice up his mind he's getting some good wreck time probably. he's gonna do a fire festival in jail yeah. like at the jail ja rule sounded like he was ready to do yeah he one, is he's so. pursuing some other thing also how did he appear in the anyway i'm getting <laughs> lost I'm yeah I, there are a lot of unanswered questions I, if i if i if we were doing like dream jobs on that scale which i misread the scenario pardon me yeah. <laughs> what What would you do? We, yeah. Are you he's thinking? thinking he's now, quiet. Now, now I'm actually thinking. He's about quietly it. thinking, now I'm thinking, folks. About it. Yeah. Which just sounds him? like it just sounds like silence to you guys. It's it sounds I'd like ice cream being flicked from LaCroix a LaCroix sample water. spoon. Wait, what was yeah. that? Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> we That's finally got your dream thing. CEO of Lacroix. Oh, big fan of Lacroix. Aren't they based? Think about all the flavors I could invent. The owner of Lacroix nearby you. Let's see. I always I think they're based in like Wisconsin or something. I feel I like know, LaCroix took this. On that. Oh, it's it's in Michigan. It's in Michigan. Okay. I feel like LaCroix had this like silent agenda to just like silently become the name like the sparkling, sparkling water. water that is everyone's go-to. I don't, I never I do you see a lot of LaCroix like ads or anything like that i feel like i never saw any ads no. and all of a sudden i'm looking nope. around i'm like why is everyone drinking Lacroix? did i just wake up one day and i missed something honestly i i don't think that i think they were probably this is me just wildly speculating 
Oh shoot! Yeah. Why is it is it the the uh, colorful case? The colorful I think, can. No, I, I think they were surprised as well. I think <laughs> I don't know. I remember I started just drinking like totally unaware. Maybe there was some subliminal stuff, but I was totally unaware. People and just pound like, that stuff. Let me just start drinking some Lacroix, and I was hooked. <laughs> I don't like, even. I I thought I was the only one. Well, well, there was that whole thing about like the essence. It has essence in it. Maybe that's what we're. Drawn What's to that whole essence. thing of the essence? Yeah, <laughs> it's something. That, folks, is for another time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll do a whole episode on. I don't essence. know. I, I don't. I, it was one of those things where, like, I was scrolling through something and I saw a headline and just like, yeah, something about no, the these essence. dream jobs that. <laughs> but then I'll talk about it deeply later. <laughs> these dream jobs that were on this. Uh, yeah, this let's hear some of these other ones. Oh, I, I, I yeah, actually yeah, yeah, I screenshotted yeah, yeah. it because it was like this wheel. Uh, where they they all like these dream jobs had like a a piece of the pie. Oh, here we go. Um, okay. Ho- Hollywood stunt person, websites. which kind of I was scratching my head sure. about that one. No, hard pass. Hundred k you make, and yeah, you you beat your knees up though, probably. Probably, yeah. Your joints are done. My, not just your knees. It's not just. Like well, that's just what I only think could, of. You could also hurt your elbow. That's the other option. <laughs> Disneyland face character. What face? <laughs> what? You Disney make thirty-two k, but you're Mickey. <laughs> I do want to be the Fry Fest Fire Festival guy now. If these are my options, it's the fifteen best dream job. jobs you did fall off a motorcycle. What is it? Something about a face? Muse.com. I, I got to give him a, give him some cred. Muse.biz. Dude, this I, sounds pretty I, cool. Do actually, you, do you subscribe to like a like a, a cheap ISP provider in Buffalo <laughs> that only lets you get to like off-brand websites? It's what was the thing you referenced about crickets, like well, cr- start an Instagram, do a hashtag, <laughs> man, get cricket internet for nine ninety nine a year. <laughs> That's what I get. He has one megabyte of data a, a month, and he blasts through it to get to Muse.com, and that's it. I chose Cricket Internet, oh Anyways, and I'll going, never go going, back. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Disneyland face character, 32K. Race engineer was a good one. Um, oh, that, that would be fun. Yeah, you're like designing, designing like, Eddie's <laughs> shaking his head no. Hell no. You wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. To get hit by a car when I'm trying to change the tires. Yeah, off? If you're a no, bad no. race engineer in the race, no, you you sit at a computer. Aren't and these you, the guys that change the tires? You literally draw like a sketch on a map, and you're like, "That's what the race should look like." <laughs> oh, oh, I misunderstood that. Am I wrong? Definitely don't want that job though. I thought race engineer was like a person who managed vehicles in a race. I think that probably is what it is. Yeah. Oh I don't wait, think it's wait. Draws things. It says there's. Yeah, you're they're like fixing right. the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm into. Maybe it'll though. be a no, circle. No, you're absolutely right. I thought it was ah. that at first, and then I did look into it deeper, and they're like you, and because it was like, what are the <laughs> credentials that you need? And it's like you have to have a degree in automotive, like engineering. You have to do, have a degree in like high level mathematics. Um, and you you're, thought, you're, you thought it was like designing the race that they they go <laughs> like like a like a <laughs> that's that's what you do. how how often do you think that happens like <laughs> yeah. somebody's got this design huge those, demand for race that's designers a race designer. there's a NASCAR race every week yeah race I'm designer sorry, folks. which is another dream job I I don't think I'm that's sorry, a thing folks. I'm just gonna be honest with you I think we basically have enough tracks and we're not making any more yeah they put a cap on it yeah anyway what's the next yeah, dream job uh chief chief listening office officer. 95k no. chief listening officer yeah 
I forget. Okay. I forget what that Let's one. Just move past that one. Yeah, that one sounds crazy. Um, Google it, folks. Uh, ethical hacker, a computer hacker who's oh, that sounds kind of kind cool. of like reverse hacking. I would imagine if you're an ethically yeah, hacking. you you're like you're Mr. like hacking, Robot? but you're like telling them like, hey, I'm about to hack your stuff. Like so a that, white hat. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Just Is that white hat your, versus test your black setup. hat? I know. Ice cream taster. <laughs> there you go. Is it on there? 60K. Oh, Somebody's got to taste it. Whoa. Whoa. What are they making 60K whoa, whoa, of these whoa, for? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Here, try this. Tom, if you maybe. only stayed there for like a week longer. <laughs> <laughs> Here, try this maybe poisoned ice cream. I guess you got to. I mean, why would it be 60K? I feel like that's like 30 at best. Well, I'm, I'm assuming it's on like a sommelier level, which is also on this list. Um, yeah. Where you're like, mm, a little nutty. It could be a little more fruity. Add, you know, whatever. Mm, add a little more nutmeg. I actually went to the um, Dairy Queen Blizzard um, lab oh, you to did? taste test new blizzards. Yeah, and they didn't give me sixty k. Just FYI, <laughs> they did it for free. But they I just came out with a new one today. It was like a strawberry chocolate blizzard deal. It looked really, really good. Huh. Just huh. side side note. Uh, video Sidebar. game player, obviously. Actually, yep. and I think com- like programmer Beta tester. Um, I no, I think it's what? probably. Well, I don't know because like the celeb gamers out there are making way more than fifty k. What's would... the name of the website that did this list again? <laughs> the Muse dot com. <laughs> I was a little. I was definitely Damn, very skeptical. Your, I'm glad you cite your sources, but I don't know about this. It source. says dream jobs you didn't know exist. Oh, okay, so it's it's scraping the barrel. Yeah. For the dream jobs. Okay. Unexploded ordnance technician, which is yeah, that would be fun. A bomb tester. Well, you got to oh, but it, what's the unexploded bit? You probably have to explode it, or maybe de not make it so that it doesn't ever explode. I don't get it. That's I a good I question. It. it says yeah. AKA blow bombs up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you probably have to blow up bombs that didn't explode mitigate the threat of an unexploded object professional uxo qualifications are needed to increase in rank which i don't know what's their pay their pay is 150k so here let's oh yeah because they're good here's top bodily harm top paid people yep which of these appeal to you i just looked up top paying jobs in the u.s rattle them without silence oh okay just froze so yeah that's what i looked that up uh, too and it was a lot of medical physician I'm going to give you the top eight because that's as far as okay. it is. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll make a sound lawyer, if I like it. Lawyer. R&D manager. Uh, software development manager. That's a good Pharmacy sound. manager. Uh, so- strategy manager. Why are these managers? Uh, Can I just... Software architect. Yeah, okay. Integrated circuit designer engineer. Damn, that's that's a different list than what I read. Lukewarm on that one. No, this is yeah. I mean, this might be. This is from 2016. Oh. Keep going. That's eight. Right oh, there. that's the number that you. Yeah, those are those are. They probably have some fun aspects to them, but just the name itself, they all sound pretty. I don't know. Whenever the word managers in there, I just get a little bit like. Do you think uh, most people would prefer not boring. to have a job? I'm curious about that. Like, oh, here's oh, the crux question. of the matter. I think that's where we're really that's getting getting down to. When this whole talk we've been talking 53 for fifty-three minutes in, and <laughs> this is where we got this is to where the we're heart getting of it to now. the good. So, fast forward to this point, folks, if you really want the answer. 
Well, they're already here, so they've just fast forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> That's not welcome to the pod. <laughs> if you just fast forwarded to this point, we're coming back from if our somehow commercial you just break. Automatically fast forward. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think that that's that's a really good point. I mean, I think I, I found a quote that's kind of relevant to that. Like, there's no way I was born to just pay bills and then die by anonymous. Just kidding, anonymous. Um, we should um, we should always cite it back to Andy Warhol because we kind of started <laughs> yeah. that last time. I got it this great quote I mean, it was anonymous, so it, it was anonymous, so it might have been Andy Warhol. But I mean, that, you know, you... There's some jobs that are more fun, some jobs that are less fun. And I think all jobs have some aspects of like not being fun. And honestly, if my dream job would probably truly be, aside from astronaut, would be to do hobbies all day. Yeah. So I th- I don't know if everyone would not want to have a job, but I'm sh- I think a lot of people would if if that were possible. Yeah, I think like I I just love providing some like something to people that is that is in need or something so where i'm like i'm that's a good point i'm creating something that is helping someone else in some capacity and there's a there's it's a mutual thing i i like that kind of give and take where the job that i do gives you something i get money i get to spend more free time doing whatever the hell i want um, but also like a job satisfies and it, like it, it's a, it's a piece of the puzzle of like an economy, which is, you know, kind of this like rat race, you know, yeah. you know, like, a, well, I definitely agree. Like the, provi- you know, like providing true value to the whole world or someone, you know, in a, in a particular instance or something that does, you know, it's very satisfying, but. Does that need to be in the job framework or could it be like, you know, you just make music and that's your hobby and other people enjoy it. I definitely think we need jobs just in general, but like, I don't know. I guess I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. It doesn't need to be a job for you to provide value for someone. Maybe that sounds, I don't know. That's true. But if you were, if you were just, if you just had hobbies and you were just creating stuff, uh, for my own, for your self, own, my own self consumption. to enjoy, and you weren't sharing it with anybody. There was no exchange of anything. Ideas or yeah, would would it still be that enjoyable? Probably. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I'm half kidding. I mean, for sure, you, I want to like, if I have like a hobby, you know, if I share a hobby with someone, I want to share with them. Or sharing of things like that are, I think, is important, but. What do you think, Eddie? I don't know. Jobs, no jobs. Yeah, no, I think... There's an article. If the question is, like, whether people should be doing, like, want to do anything? Yeah. You know, like, whether... If you're provided for it, would people work? Even if they were provided for it? Right, that's a better way to frame the question. I think... I think... I think we... Most people would do something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I agree. I think there's, like, a motivation to be active in your community for sure, or for to your sure. point to contribute in some way yeah. or another. So I think that's why even you see like people who are retired often get involved in something. Right. So the, yeah, you know I mean, I think what? from a financial standpoint, obviously there's, 
a necessity for for work, which I think could be a really interesting topic. Yeah. I don't know if we can cover it here, though. I was going to throw in uh, this idea that I feel like is gaining some some uh, traction here in society Mm -hmm. called the fire movement. F.I.R.E. stands for financial independence. Retire early. I've never heard Mm -hmm. of that. I stumbled on this actually on an NPR show. They were interviewing a couple of fire adherents. I don't know what the term is, but... Um, fireies, maybe. Fireies, most likely. Uh, and it, it appealed to me. Fire festival attendees, I think. Yeah, so they all these people had attended the fire festival, and that's why they had to become financially <laughs> They were confused. Because they had they ruined <laughs> themselves financially. <laughs> They paid fifty thousand dollars for a cabana that's all up being connected. A tent. They, they must, yeah, they <laughs> must have just got it mixed water. <laughs> So that they guy didn't Billy water. Is like in jail, like I'm going to start the fire movement now. Here we go. Here we go. Here's my yeah. next plot. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. yeah. So that's, no, but seriously, it no, but seriously, it, it's, it is worth so talking about. Here in the interview, I found it an intriguing idea, and and the, essentially the idea is to live a lifestyle that is very, very thrifty. So you can increase your savings Ooh. to from 25, 30, 40, up to 50% of your income is goes into savings. And the goal is that you're developing such a strong uh, level of savings that you can retire early, like people who retire in their thirties or whatever. Right. Um, what does yeah. fire stand for again? Financial, Financial independence, independence, retire early. Yeah. Financial independence, retire early. So yep. basically, you need the phi to get the er, if you will. <laughs> financial yeah. independence. Yeah. yeah. So you need the you need to develop some financial also independence. Help you figure out how to spell the word fire. That's true. Yeah. So if you if anyone the, in any folks the biggest value with, of yeah. this program is to figure out how to spell fire. But there's a secondary value, which is a lifestyle thing. But um, Tom has a different lifestyle of it's just fry. <laughs> lifestyle mm-hmm. he's referring folks of course to the time where i misspelled the word fire but that was in a pre-pod which if you yep. if you well no you actually misspelled it on our on our uh did i earlier yeah, on our this poll pod? our twitter poll which by the way oh, I did we do did that. do the twitter poll uh, oh yeah for jobs, we should look at and let's look at the results of that yeah the, live the results, results are in the same um, time as we'll this come episode. back to fire uh this is not a the results thing. are in and astronaut one yeah 58 percent as we knew folks, it would well how uh, but how did the would choose fire astronaut over thing. secret agent or the fry festival guy <laughs> how many votes for fry <laughs> festival guy uh i don't know um eight percent of 12 votes so so that's a strong uh, showing i mean math. considering one of them was me yeah um, i would just like to thank the people out there for for chiming in, that was great. I agree. Although secret agent I love has the a Twitter check engagement. next to it, I'm not. Really I love sure the. I love the. That's because uh, that's what you voted engagement. for. Oh, okay. Yep. Why did you abandon ship and not vote for the fire festival thing? Well, he was he, I supposed to. Well, he already said he wanted it to be earlier in this know, episode. Know, he I said, know. "Well, no, also, <laughs> um, what I wanted to say was, I think that that would have been not ten minutes a, ago. He said that. I forgot. Right, I'm sorry. Right." It would have been a landslide if we put adjunct professor that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have no idea what this. I mean, it's a nice. The mockery acronym. will never end, I guess. It's a nice acronym, this fire thing. But how do I do it? 
So, I mean, that's, Can I go the, to that's the question. I think a lot of people... So my personal interpretation of yeah. it is yeah. like I, yeah. I've heard of it. I've looked into it. You know, yeah. a, a couple of my friends are like kind of excited about it and like we're curious. And I, it just... Curious. It seems Let like it be it's... duly noted that Matt has some friends. <laughs> I've consulted my friends. <laughs> um, they, it's just, it seems like unless you're making like 200K and you're able to stash away like 100K and, you're, and you still have 100 more K to kind of wiggle around with, then like it doesn't really seem practical for you to you know the average person to stash away most of what they make and kind of like live off of like peanut shells and you know sleeping on like yoga mats and whatever that's how i'm imagining like the like people living like frugal lives to retire when they're 40 and it doesn't even i think even if you were to do that making you know at average like middle income you still couldn't do it and well i mean it's probably just like it's just harder to i mean yeah maybe i don't know much about the like how much these firees say to save but like i wish i said i i make uh almost no money i wish i would save even a little bit but it's hard because well a i'm bad with money and also i go to chipotle a lot and b um, I just don't. I have. I'm that hasn't you know, changed I'm, for I'm a long time. Boy. Gosh, I love it. But you know, the the amount I make is so small that it's just hard to even put any of it away. Yeah, at to, all. to even like get get to that level of thinking of like, there's certain things that have to get spent, like whatever, right. like blah blah blah, and then after that, you have X amount, or maybe you don't. Well, well, and I, I think, think that's that's where it's. So there are. I'm just looking, reading a little bit about this because I've heard some of these questions like, yeah, it's obviously seems more conceivable to do this if you make a, a million dollars a year and you can save $500,000 and still live comfortably, right? Yeah. But I think the issue is what appeals to me more about this than, than the retire early thing is just the financial independence piece, which to me is like a mindset change, you know? Which yeah, is, and that's kind of, yeah, go ahead. You know, that's where I think a little bit more context on this. It was like traced back to this lady, Vicki Robin in the seventies who wrote this book called your money or your life, which I've read part of. Mm. And that basically walks you through. It's really about shifting the way that you think about your spending. So it's assessing like, so you read 50% of the book and then you stashed the other 50. Yeah, exactly. Cause that's For the way to day. do it. Yeah. In case <laughs> I ever need to read something later. So that was the recommendation. <laughs> the back half of the book has no text to save money. Um, but no, I think there's something interesting about like, they're talking about examples. So there's a, c- a couple articles that were followed up about this, like in the New York times. And it's, yeah, that it's all over online too. But um, they're talking about like saving a million dollars, for example, retiring and then living off 4%, 20, $25,000 a year. So it's not like, yeah, you're you, running, it's not like you're retiring in a lavish lifestyle. So that's my point on this is just to say to your point, like it's not realistic necessarily, but that's partly because our frame of reference on, you know, retirement isn't like frugal. 
necessarily. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, I see what you're saying. So, yeah. well, and the so also the idea. Go ahead. It's just that you retire, you know, you you quote unquote retire, and then you live off of four percent of your retirement savings every like your dividends year, or whatever. expecting yeah. it to grow five percent. So exactly. your money it never shrinks. It's just yeah. you're you're constantly using less than it is growing. So that's the whole in theory. Idea. Exactly. In theory, it's it works. Um, and I think, yeah, that's that's definitely a good point about it. Um, and I also think that that saying like retire early is also it seems like that is a misconception that it's really it's really the the goal is to arrange your finances in a way that you can pursue the life that you want to live, whether that's working uh, whether that's doing a job that you really want to do, uh, whether that's exactly working yeah. certain hours, whether that's working from a beach somewhere. That's else, that's what that's I like, find appealing about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because I don't, so I don't want like to retire freedom. in my thirties. Yeah, it's yeah, more that's about, the whole. It's basically about cultivating financial freedom, and yeah. you can do that. So you don't. Yeah, the claims are by not necessarily making more money. That could help, but only if you have, because you can make a million dollars a year and spend a million dollars a year, and you're right. never going to get any financial independence. So I it really comes down easy, to yeah. <clears throat> it comes down to like how you think about it. You know what I mean? And, and that way, Tom, you, you can shift it. You could like, uh, you know, live your hobby, like work on your hobbies all day long if you retire early, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Right. You know, retire right, right, early. Right, 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 exactly. Um, so I think so that's, that's but it's a but it's pretty critical to have that mindset change. And that's what like, I think is so interesting about you it. You're like, not going to go to the big, you're not going to live in the big houses, right. but you're going to live in a comfortable house. But like, you know, you don't need that, you know, BMW or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I said BMW. Oh, and like it that, might not, did, it might so. not even be like, and I think what, what I think is interesting about this is like, yeah, that would be step one. But realistically, it's like, maybe you don't even get that new Honda. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like just abstaining from luxury. I think in order to get to this level, you have to like really oh. take a deep evaluation really of like what turn you Turn the screws. Right. And I, yeah. and I, you know what I mean? Like, and I think. Probably yeah. not go to Chipotle as much. I mean, I love Chipotle. Right. Not eating. But it's, exactly. It's, so it's pretty, like, it's, it'll add up. And Starbucks. Exactly. I like their coffee, but holy. It's and that's the thing. Like you're shit. talking about like, yeah, you have a lower income level than $250,000 probably, but to what extent are you overextending yourselves on some of those purchases that are discretionary? Right. Right. And I think that's, those are the harder decisions to make. And I think what ends up happening is like, people don't want to do that. Understandably human nature. And you basically grow into your salary, right? Like, you know, you finish school and then you make more money and all of a sudden your lifestyle just without even you, thinking about it changes, you know, you're like, I'm going to get a car. I'm going to get a dog. I'm going to exactly. Yeah, but well, we can we can eat out at a little bit nicer restaurant, or I can wear a you know a little bit nicer brand of clothing, and all that stuff is just those incremental things that will always continue with you. You know what I mean? So then you graduate, right. do that, then you get a promotion, like- and then ten years later you get another promotion. Now it's you know what? it'd be better to have a bigger house and whatever, and then all of a sudden it's like uh-huh. you've never actually achieved any independence because you've basically allowed your lifestyle to creep with every incremental income, even if it's not if you, huge. 
But if you then ride share basically everything that you accrue, you ride share that car, you ride share that dog, ride share that house, then yeah. it's all paying for itself, baby. That's Pass- true. Passive income. That's a good point. <laughs> you but guys want to share got- my dog? Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pet my dog? <laughs> <laughs> this is 2030, uh, baby. You can't touch my I gotta dog. retire before I hit 40. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, five dollars yeah, a pet. Yeah, I like that idea of like you grow into your like or that quote you know I grow and you grow into your salary. That's so true. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to ride share everything though. But no, no and see, that's I, I would the thing, not either. Like, I was mostly joking, but but like, kind of. I mean, you have yeah, to think. I mean, there's are, some things like yeah. I don't know. It's just an interesting, I find it like to be a very appealing concept. And I've been thinking a lot about it in my own personal life. Like where am I subconsciously or it like without actively thinking about actually allowing myself to have lifestyle creep. Yeah. I think you've, I think you've planted a seed in my head here, which is good, but I, I am often like very much controlled by a lot of times my stomach. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to eat Chipotle. I want to get, the chocolate shake. I want to, you know, I mean, I guess I could probably do similar things. Like I have you know, a I feeling make, you could, I can eat make are you saying, are you saying that early. you're, I'm just I, saying, are you <laughs> saying that your that stomach is your financial planner, Tom? Yeah. Like I, I like going out to, you know, I like eating at nice restaurants, although I don't do that at all often at all, but I like it. I'm also, uh, yeah. I'm also sort of things just I like envisioning this world of like retired, like 38 year olds that are all just kind of wandering around in like Hawaiian shirts, like <laughs> being all frugal and like living these like non, this like non contribution lifestyles where they're just like, yeah, I retired when I was 35 and uh, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I'm just living <laughs> off of pennies that are making money. And like, they're just like, like saps on the world i don't know i such a good voice well i'm assuming like (laughs) that most of these people are seeking retirement not just to sit around but i will say to add i would assume so too generally the people who are according to the new york times people are drawn to this are predominantly don't say millennial and well obviously they're millennials they're 30 (laughs) yeah i guess so yeah um predominantly male and often work in tech Right. So, oh, right. That are like obsessed know, with numbers. Gen- and generally, just on average, compensated better if you just think about the tech sector, just generally speaking. Because yep. yeah. that's where they retire early. For me, the retire early thing is completely a separate point. You know what I mean? What? Because going I back also, to like. I think it's like the ability to retire early if you wanted to. But you I can think still work if I you think, wanted right. to. It's yeah, freedom. I think it's more to Matt's point. Like, I would not aspire to, or let alone aspire, be able to re- save enough money to retire when I'm 30, first of all, cause I'm already 30 and I don't have that much saved. <laughs> <laughs> but second of all, like, even if I wanted to, but I think, I think like to Matt's point, I think it's about like being able to walk away from like, something you don't want to do work wise or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Being able to take yeah. on a task that maybe is more for you, more rewarding, but not as financially rewarding and not feeling like you're constricted to a lifestyle based on, a mortgage payment or a yeah. car payment or things right. like that. It makes sense right. that the tech yeah. guys are the ones that are that appeal to this the most because they're the ones that are kind of the most wrapped up in the rat race. 
they're, they're like yeah. yeah it's what it seems like for sure it's like yeah. They're, yeah. they're the ones like churning through getting like churned 70 through hour weeks tech right. world or it's like you know it's an honor to work for google so you know become a slave to google and <laughs> or wherever you know these tech companies that like yeah. you know you if you're not putting in 80 hour weeks like do you even work here and right. yeah, yeah, yeah you know no, they, they see this as a way out and a, point, and a very yeah. smart a very intelligent way to view your finances i mean like there's no yeah. need for to live a lavish lifestyle but you know this is america i guess mm-hmm. yeah. yeah do you Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it comes down to sort of like taking a look at like what you spend, A, and then also like what you don't need to spend money on or like what things right. you're, you know, there's certain things that like, I don't know, it's it's hard to, you know, like watching TV on a nice TV, for instance. I guess that's a one-time purchase, but I don't know. It's hard. But to, it doesn't matter because all that stuff becomes one-time purchases and then it all adds up, right? Like that's right. the problem is like the mentality is it's just one laptop. It's just one whatever. But then but I think if every but six there's months certain there's things a, though that you need, like like with a laptop, you get value out of the laptop person. No, person. and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm just saying, I think the reality is. I'm going like, to keep my laptop, Eddie. Not selling it. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Just I, get I a knee top. <laughs> it just yeah. fits on your knee. You don't yeah. need the full oh, laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you could yeah, borrow yeah. my my knee top if you want. It's going to charge you $5 an hour though. Cuz I'm right here in that <laughs> knee top. <laughs> I guess I guess uh, I I guess I wonder like to what extent is there like a some cultural interest in this more broadly speaking? If yeah. you look at this like Marie Kondo thing on Netflix, I've only heard that's of like it. Oh yeah, up. I don't know what it is. I feel that like totally all this ties stuff into this. flows, and I think there's, I think there's a more and more interest, maybe among millennials or among the broader group, that is saying decluttering our life as associated with overconsumption, which ties into the, you know, you know, financial. Yeah, burden. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Do you think there's something there? Thumbs up for me on this fire idea. Well, but not that, the Fry Festival or the Fire Festival. <laughs> um, I think to spread awareness about fire, we should start a new fire festival. Um, yeah, but it's spelled like F I R I. It's all rideshare, you know. Things yes, going on. exactly. You share We're every gonna, aspect of it. You ever even no, I, I think jungle? you're right, Eddie. I think I think there is. Well, when you when you said that, it, for some reason. I couldn't help but think that this is coming from Silicon Valley, like this mentality, mm-hmm. like a lot of a, a lot of these like more progressive, like trending, fresh ideas of, you know, like minim, minimalizing or minimizing yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like financial independence, retire early, yeah. um, you know, these like remote control skateboards i don't know I, yeah bring it home uh, bring it home here buddy. It, it goes um, there is drones a point to this. drones the government uh, well, the government i was gonna say the government yeah. <laughs> i mean chipotle yeah i am flying off the rails a little bit but um it's, it We're just seems helping. like a, um 
It's, I mean, it, I it'd be like interesting to see if it catches on. I guess because no, I'm interested uh, my in this point is your that tone indicates there's something negative, and I'm curious what it is that you're displeased about this. Um, yeah, what's your beef, bro? Because this it's a way for it's a way for these like Silicon Valley tech guys to retire early, but not re- like the idea sounds good. But it really only applies to people making enough money. Yeah, that's your to, gripe from before. But I think that's my gripe from before. And I think, and just like, <laughs> le- <laughs> and also, um, like Silicon Valley has basically, you know, m- shaped the world that we know it today. Yeah, through yeah. but through social media and just like controlling us th- on like Instagram and Facebook and and you know choosing what we see, how we see it, how we interact with the people, like just firing off those social, um, you know, those, those social cues that that poll we had that feed, that like feed, um, uh, our, like that your, our desire for fame. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, our desire to consume something, maybe where are you going with this? I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm I, there's a bit of skepticism in it that well so in fairness it started just, in the 70s it's, it's ser- serving Silicon this, Valley this, this like what? small percentage of people that it's truly no, I, really No but I think that's a misconception cuz I think like the like if we go back to the example of like I don't just make conjecting. much money Yeah and that's fine. <laughs> I don't know Do that it, much money either but I'm just life, thinking yeah. like let's say let's say you make $50,000 which is like the average income for a family in the US and okay. you get a, you get a, okay. and you're surviving on $50,000 just theoretically. Okay. And then you get a promotion, you get a 10% pay bump. Now you got $5,000 more. Right. Okay. There you could, that LCD. I, you could exactly, oh. you could either. I'm just kidding. Right. Do that. And I'm not, I'm not saying get black a and white. little more Chipotle. Yeah. Whatever. Or if you just said my lifestyle is good enough at 50, that's savings cash right there. Boom. Five grand every year. Money. Every year you sustain that salary, you save that 5,000. Right. And yep. all of a sudden you're saving mm. 10% more than you, than you have Compound before. interest, baby. And I don't want to sound like there aren't expenses in healthcare and all these things that you might need that $5,000. I'm not trying to make this sounds like it's easy. I'm not even doing this by the way. I'm just saying, I think that it applies <laughs> But I think that it applies even if you don't make a ton of money. Now, That's putting saying. away $5,000 a year isn't going to allow you to retire when you're 30. I get that. But if, I, but yeah. moving beyond the retire early piece, I think there are benefits that say, for one thing, you're not unnecessarily growing your spending and your lifestyle and all that. Yeah. And so that that in and of itself probably has inherent benefits, right? Like I'm not basically beholden to always have more always you know what i mean like get on that sick yeah yeah get process. that next iphone so money money aside i feel like there's some benefits from avoiding that to the extent that is possible but then you add on financial benefits and imagine if you were like making 50 then you got a promotion to 55 you work pretty hard you got another to 60 and all the while you're living at that 50 right right if you retire and you're, you're making seventy-five thousand hours, it's just not astronomical money and you're saving twenty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's, those are good that's numbers. Add up. Yeah, without being lifestyle without making two hundred fifty grand cleanse. Instead I of lifestyle too, creep, it's like. Well, I'm yeah. just. It's I think not it's even, like fighting it's, against. 
Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, it's like when you get that pay raise or something, you're living where you're living. But meanwhile, you're getting pumped with advertising saying like, get this new iPhone, the sleek new iPhone that blurs your face yep. if you want to be blurred. And you yeah, <laughs> get smush your, it against your eyeballs whatever, all these, so you can see it in 3D. You're blurred. Yeah. And uh, just like, you know, you get inundated by like, this will make your life better if you right. get this product or if you subscribe to this, gosh, cable, like Netflix. Well, that's like, consumerism. These, we're consumerism and they are training but us. they're linked. I'm wildly injecting it. It's yeah. linked. Yeah. It's like, I think the fire Directly is a way linked. of like fighting against that. And Absolutely. Like, no, I don't need that. And that Marie Kondo, like, let's declutter. I don't need. Maybe I, I haven't need watched nice that show, but I want to watch Lord intrigued. of the Rings. But yeah, then I would say that's exactly what the fire is. So if reading this book, which is like, you know, kind of the initial piece of that puzzle, it talks Half about, the book, right? yeah. yeah, part of the book. It talks about <laughs> not only that, but in an updated Just version, kidding. which was written post 2008 financial crisis, it talks about some of the ecological benefits of reducing lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Because yep. now you're talking about unnecessary consumption drives, unnecessary waste, right? So there's right. like, at least three yeah. prongs to this. There's ecological, there's these sort of personal benefits, and then there's financial. So yeah. if any one of those three doesn't appeal to you, there's still two more. And even if two of them don't appeal to you, if you only care about financial, you reap the secondary benefits of, you know what I mean? Or if you only care about the personal benefits, you have these sort of second order consequences this, of reduced waste and all that. So it's just interesting. This reminds me of the, I'm, I'm for it. I think it's like the former president of Argentina or something or Ecuador. Maybe he's like the poorest. Oh yeah. That guy's he's awesome. So awesome. The poorest president ever. He lives in like this shack, very, very humble, modest lifestyle. And he, he said something you can like find it on the internet. If you Google this guy, um, but it's like we're in this unfortunate situation where our economy is fueled by consumerism and in the idea that we constantly need more and we need and we need to keep consuming and consuming and if if we at one day everyone were to just stop yep there he is if if Jose if it were to grind come to a, a grinding Jose Mujica what's his name Jose Sorry. Mujica Jose Alberto Pepe Mujica Cardano. I didn't mean to uh to stop your flow though. No, Keep it's going. fine. Uh that we would that it would just implode. The whole system would implode and we would crash and burn and it would be this massive failure. So that so we need consumerism to succeed or else our way of life as we know it would collapse. Um, Whoa. yeah, kind of heavy stuff. And he's like, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, it's this necessary. Well, I would think the argument is like, yeah, on the, on the flip side, there's an argument that if we don't stop consuming, the system's going to collapse under its own weight. Right. Sure. Like ecologically, we can't sustain it. Yeah. Financially, Americans can't sustain it on average have negative savings rate. So right. that's not sustainable, right? So I think there's no. I'm f- I'm I mean, for adva- it. I'm advanced for economies, the fire advanced movement. economies always require on, requ- you know, rely on consumption. It has to be a large percent yeah. of their GDP to move forward. That's what China's struggling with: is converting from government spending 
to consumption, but it doesn't necessarily have to be consumption in the sense of like a new shirt. It could be services. Yeah. It could be, you know, those types of other aspects of consumption that maybe are not directly linked to like, you know, and I think whatever lifestyle creep in a way. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, if you were to, to retire, it could also present, I think that's the, also the idea is like more opportunities. You, it's not like you're not making money in this new state of retirement. Like you could definitely be pursuing other things that are making, that are generating separate income. And that like, you know, you're not just, I, I would imagine that a lot of people wouldn't expect to just live off of this 4% savings and, and that's it. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't think that's what a lot of pe- these people pursuing this are thinking. It's just a way out of this, like, like that lifestyle creep. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, the retire, who knows how that will play out? Yeah. Like right. the, what I mean, if the it crashed? What if like the, so, the stock market crashes and you have all these retired people at like 39 years old whose life savings just like plummeted and they freak. And now they're not, we don't have, we have this like strange workforce of people that are uh, not underqualified because they haven't been working for seven years. Or something. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I mean, <laughs> definitely, definitely good question. I, I do think to some extent, though, even people who are working have the same retirement, right? Yeah. And last point on that is just, in theory, if you're working, but your lifestyle is basically absorbing most or all of your income, your savings are going to be in the same stock market as people who are living very thrifty. So who's going to be able to basically you know, navigate those troubled waters better. Someone who's already developed them a very like kind of, uh, you know, simple cost reduced lifestyle or someone who's hasn't done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Not again. I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating for the early retirement. Definitely not. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't trust it. I think the answer is we can change the acronym to like save a lot, get free. So SAGF. Yeah. And then we're gonna come yeah. out with a a Grater's ice cream book. flavor called Sagif. You're gonna yeah. flick it, and you in, can try it with your little spoon. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna circle back. <laughs> I think the answer is a combination of having a job, flicking ice cream, and following yeah. the pursuing of a fire movement lifestyle. But not the fire festival. But not it's fire festival. Thing. It's a three pronged. Where the the third prong yeah. is sort of this non-existent soft prong. It's it's a it's a do do don't. It's that type of exactly. Do flick ice cream. <laughs> do save money. Don't yeah. attend the fire festival. There it is, All right. folks. And on that, folks, we're gonna say goodbye. Yep. <laughs> I think that was good. That's pod <laughs> 2.0 talking about work. Uh, c- catch us Thank on you. Twitter yep. at Wild Conjecture. Tell your friends. Uh, thanks for listening, we'll folks. Be throwing out a couple polls. Please take Yeah. Check out the polls. Okay, bye.